Hello and welcome to Conversations with Kath, the podcast that keeps you up to date with the daily antics of your mother, your Alma, your friend, or whatever Kath Vanderhorst is to you. So grab a glass of Harvey Bristol, put the phone on silent, and let's see what's been keeping our favourite 9 year old busy this week. It's a very good evening to Alma Kath. How are you tonight, Alma? I'm well, thank you, Matt. How are you? I'm very good. We've had a thunderstorm come through tonight, so we've had a week of quite sweltering weather and that is um the thunderstorm's taken the edge off a little bit so it's going to be a nice sleeping night tonight oh. thank god but um down where you are in victoria it's quite i'm cold. still li- i'm still sleeping on the doona and the blanket <laughs> i'm looking at you and mum at the moment on the screen you both got what do we got on there some scarves and some hoodies in there. Yes. Some hoodie. <laughs> so one extreme to the other here you've, you we're hot and you're cold and crazy yeah. weather for december it is. Yeah. So this, this is episode number 10, Omar. We've got to the big 10. A little milestone? Wow. Gee. Yeah. 10. And it kind of feels like we've only scratched the surface of your life a little bit. So I think we've got a lot, of, lot more content we can get through. So. Okay. But how have, you, how have you been this week? What have you been up to? I've been very good, Matt. On, uh, on Sunday, Peter and Dawn came. And uh, they came for lunch. That night I went to Michael for tea. Monday I stayed home and I had two grandchildren, Ellie and uh, Ryan. And he tells me it's his birthday. He's going to be six Six on Thursday. Wow. So, and um, Wednesday I stayed home. Thursday I went to his mum to uh, Michael, didn't I? Uh, Yes. Yeah, we went to the hearing people. Um, Friday I was home, Saturday I went to meet, and that's it, end of the week. End of the week. What did you go to the hearing people for? Are you having issues oh. with your hearing at the moment? <laughs> to see if they can do any better. Right, okay. And can they, do you think? Yeah. Well, they can actually uh, buy new ones. <laughs> and okay. Get this. You know, first the guy says, the audio fellow said, um, oh, she can have it on a payment plan. It can come out of her pension, $30 a more payment or whatever, yeah. okay? <coughs> and then he finds out that she's just turned 90. And he said, oh, the government only pay for it and you can pay them back if you're under 90. So if she was 89, she would still qualify. But now that she's 90, they don't think she'll live long enough to repay it. So she can't have it. So she has to pay up front. So I have to pay up front two thousand and what was it? No, it's about two thousand dollars. Yeah, and then he said, if it doesn't work, you can bring it back and you get a refund. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's a bit much. So I just tell the kids, speak up. Supposed to get perks when you get older, not have them taken away from you. Are you still having to wear a mask down there, or has that now been relaxed? From today, from today, we don't have to wear a mask out in public. But if we go into a department store, what like Bunnings or supermarkets, public transport, Uber or shared rides, we have to wear a mask for all those. But for just in your local little shop and that we don't have to. But I did go into the Bendigo Bank today and it's like only the small Packenham branch, but we had to, I had to wear a mask. Right, okay. Uh, in, so I think it probably depends on the establishment whether they want you to wear a mask or not yeah so we based yeah. on the per, per per meter per person rule perhaps yeah probably yeah yeah so but then i had a pedicure and i didn't have to wear a mask in there so that's where you want to wear a mask a those fumes are uh ugh. yeah well <laughs> i mean the girls that do it you know all were wearing masks but mm. i didn't actually have to which is good but yeah but it does help with mum's hearing if you don't have to wear a mask because then she can generally hear what's going on. It's when she's in a crowd, that's when she her hearing aids let her down. Yeah. She can't really hear properly. Yeah. But she said she wasn't spending $2,000 on getting, you know, new ones when they may only make a slight difference. That's so, fair enough. That's a lot of money for a 90-year-old. Yeah. Mm. Well, if you need me to speak up, Alma, just let me know and I'll start shouting. You are loud and clear, Matt. Excellent. All right, we might bring tonight's special guest in now. That's right, Matt. Tonight's guest enjoys 12-hour road trips from England to Holland, 
When she's not ice skating in the street, you'll find her enjoying a pint and a scotch egg. Give a warm welcome to our Conversations with Kath Europe correspondent, it's Yolanda Hutton. It's a very good welcome to Yolanda Hutton, all the way from Salford Prize, UK. Evening, Yolanda. Hello, everybody. It's morning here, by the way. Yes. So good morning. Good morning to you. <laughs> How are you? I'm all right, thank you. Yeah. A long time since we've seen you, or seen your face at least. Yes, we should do this more often, really. I was, um, know what you look like. <laughs> I was talking yeah. to Kim tonight and mentioning, um, well, the other day that we were having you on, she said, I'll remind Yolanda of this game we played. And when we saw you at 2016, I think it was, we um, saw you and the family in London. We had a day with you. Um, yeah. And a few months after that, we were always playing a game that the kids called the Yolanda game. And that was where you picked a subject and then you, you had to guess an item say it was the kitchen you had to get an item in the kitchen you had 20 questions to guess it and then you could guess oh, yeah. up at the end of it and i always called yes. it the Yolanda game so she said remind you of that <laughs> well actually we 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 still play it but we, we, we only play it when we drive to holland just to kill time yes. because you run out of ideas really and um i don't want them to spend all the time on their tablets although having said that it's really really difficult to avoid it nowadays but um no, that's what we used to play um, driving to Holland. Yeah, and back. And, back and that's, yeah, yeah. So what you do, if you want to, if you really want to know the Yolanda game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what you do is you think, um, you need to think of an item. It can either be, uh, or an animal, an item or an animal. And then everybody around you will start asking questions and you answer with yes or no. And eventually they will guess it. So yeah, it's it's a good um, a good way to pass time, to be honest. And you don't really need anything for it other than your brain. That's it. So and that's good one, it. Good one for Christmas, as we're uh, <laughs> a lot of people are heading yeah. off on holidays and car trips. So how I have you know, been going can't. this year? Oh, you can't. Yeah. Okay. Let's no. talk about that. You yeah. are still in a, a lockdown at the moment, but is that ending shortly for a period? Um, well. Oh, it's a bit of a pickle, to be honest. We've just come out of lockdown. We had a four-week lockdown, and we had a lockdown in the summer, or before the summer. Um, so we've just come out of a lockdown, but now the whole country is split up in different tiers. And the higher tier you are in, the more restricted you are in what you can and cannot do. Oh. And um, we are in tier three, which is uh, quite high up which means that we yeah we can't really meet up with other people we can when when it's people from your own bubble so for example um graham's mum and um you know our own family and um that's those are the people that we can meet up with but for no more than six people or so i think it is and um yeah, shops uh, shops have opened now since last week, but um, uh, pubs and bars and restaurants, uh, they're still very limited to what you can do. I mean, you can only go out for a drink if you have a substantial meal uh, as well. And apparently a scotch egg is uh, qualified as a substantial meal. So <laughs> you're lucky if you like scotch eggs <laughs> with your pint. But um, no, it's it's a bit of a pickle to be honest, and I'm I'm getting a bit lost with what we can and cannot do because uh, it's a, a bit tricky in our situation anyway. Because we officially live in Warwickshire, so we're part of Warwickshire County Council, but our postcode is Worcestershire, and Worcestershire is tier two, but we're tier three. So <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> so uh, I'll just. What about Sorry. What about schooling? Yeah, schools. School? Yeah, school. Kids do go to school, but they have to stay in their own bubble, and their bubble basically is their classroom, their teachers. Um, so oh. they can't mingle with the other children. Um, oh. And when we take them to school, um, you take them with staggered intervals, basically. So some somewhere between nine, twenty, uh, eight. 8.40 and 9 o'clock all the children will arrive and you will have to wear face masks and you have to you can't linger 
uh, with other parents at the school gate. So you drop them off, you go straight away. And also there's set times to, to pick them up again. So that's all in their bubbles. And that's, that's primary school. Secondary school, they'll have to, um, it's all a bit different. They also have to stay in their bubbles in secondary school. But they sort of, it all goes out of the window when they take the school bus because then all these kids yeah. from different schools are still mixing in, in the same bus. So they'll have to wear face masks in the bus and they have allocated areas for the different schools that they go to. But yeah, it's still all a bit silly to be honest. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. With only 18 days till Christmas, as Boris said that this is or hinted that there's going to be any lifting of these restrictions for the festive there period is, there? Or? There is a little bit. Um, so we've got a, a few days of flexibility between the 24th and 28th, and then uh, we're allowed to travel. So we can travel to, to see family from your bubble, that is. So, yes, you can meet up with them, but you can't, for example, you can't meet up with one set of parents and then on Boxing Day with a different set of parents because yeah. that's too much interaction. So it's all a bit, a bit weird, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Well, you can't wait to have it all over and just, just wipe 2020 off the card altogether and start over in 2021. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it's mad. We have been able to go to Holland, actually. We spent the whole summer in Holland. And... Um, we had to self-isolate for two weeks when we got back, which was fine because the kids didn't have to go to school yet. So we just had food delivered to us and um, yeah, we just couldn't go out. That That's, yeah, that's a, a bit inconvenient. But for me, work-wise, not much changes because I work from home anyway. So yeah, well, having said that, there hasn't been much work around, to be honest, because it's been... Uh, yeah, it's all dried up. Nobody, nobody was investing and nobody was going to events. And because I'm in, in the marketing graphic design business, that's what I do. I design booths for exhibitions and flyers and posters and what have you. So, yeah. But government has been good. We have all been, um, um, had some, you know, funds. They've, they had some funds and, and, and um yeah, we have been compensated for some lost time and money. So that's good. That's a, a big relief, to be honest. Yeah. Like our restrictions, we, um, Alan and I are going to Brisbane on Thursday. Yes. And that'll be the first time we've seen our grandchildren and Matt and Paul and, and their wives yeah. since, you know, March of this year. Because oh, gosh, yeah. they closed the borders and we weren't allowed to, you know, go into Queensland or yeah. New South Wales or, you know, even Western Australia, their borders are still closed. Yeah. And that's so... It's, but, it's but quite it's, surreal, isn't it? And, and to be yeah. honest, when we were in Holland, it all seemed a lot more flexible there. I mean, the, the whole... Well, the palaver here, and I understand it's all very important, but, you know, we all have to wear a face mask and we... Um, have to keep our distance and don't mingle with other people but when we were at the holiday home it's as if nothing changed we had changed but kids could just play and interact and the activities were still going ahead and um, nobody was wearing face masks in the supermarkets when I was there so it, it, you know I, I stayed at home for the first two weeks and then went to see mum just to make sure I didn't have you know didn't carry anything with me and um, yeah, and she seems all right. She's she's in a, a good place where she is at the moment. So uh, they look after her. She's um, my brother and sister are really good. They look after her, visit her regularly, bring her meals and things. So no, she's all right. My my brother Dries has been very poorly in. Um, uh, I'm going to be Pete. Sorry. And um, um, oh, Dries. Pete, Pete's fine. He had to self-isolate for a bit because one of his, the carers was um, test, tested positive for corona. So she, he had to self-isolate, which is all a bit difficult for these guys, isn't it? Because, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. if he, they, they've got this structure. He had to visit mom two nights a week and, or every night, I think. And 
he couldn't do all these things and he was worried worried for mom because who was going to do her shopping and you know those kind of things yeah. but it all seemed all right you know they managed to explain it quite well to them and, and Bart and Melissa have been looking after uh, after them really well so yeah it's all very strange it's very strange for us but it's even even stranger for them it's very difficult for yeah. them to um but Dries had um a double pneumonia and um yeah they were really worried he wasn't going to make it so it was it was uh, he was in a very critical state to be honest so but that's all how old is he now Dries is 53 oh okay and because he's paralyzed uh, on one side, he had had a stroke in 2006. So he's paralyzed on one side and he had a pneumonia in both lungs. So the lung that, um, yeah, the, the so on the paralyzed side, that was also infected. And it's just really difficult for him to cough it all up and, and do, to shed it then. So, but, you know, he recovered really well. We, we went for uh, a birthday meal for him in the summer so that was quite nice so yeah we'll just all tick along i would say <laughs> yeah. that's all, all we can really do isn't it yeah yeah that's it changing changing subject a little bit we get off this you know this coronavirus um mm. i wanted to have a chat about or one of the questions i want to ask you um we've, we've spoken a bit a little bit about in previous episodes, Dutch traditions and uh, and Dutch cooking and and Bob was mentioning a lot of that and I know you like that episode but I wanted to know what have you brought over to the UK and and passed on to your two boys or what traditions do you sort of do? Oh gosh, well traditions. If you're talking about traditions, um, we celebrate uh, Saint Nicholas or Saint Nicholas, um, which is celebrated on the 5th of December which is like a bit like Father Christmas to be honest and um, you guys may have done it when you were young but um, it's something that we still do in our house when so for as long as the children are young and still believe in um, Santa Claus and Father Christmas we will keep on doing this which is an expensive <laughs> exercise to be honest but it was great fun. We had it last Saturday, actually, and um, uh, the build-up was really nice. And you might remember, uh, Dos, um, that you that's in, in in contrast with uh, Father Christmas, Santa Claus will arrive mid of November in the country, and then the children can put their shoes out in front of the fireplace and might get the little present in there the next morning so the whole build-up to the big event is just a, a really nice period to be in to be honest I quite like this and um, so yeah we've just had this and and on Saturday was the big day and the big reveal and the children got all these presents but I don't know those is that something you did when you were young or yeah, was we, that because of the war was that all sort of Oh, during the war, there was nothing. No. Because my mother died in 1942. Yeah. And of course, there was no presents. But I did get a, a, a box of chocolate or a yeah. gift. Um, and it had a droster lady on it. Oh, yes, that, yes. yes. I carted it all the way up to Australia. I've still yes. got it in my cupboard. Oh, no. oh really? It's 75 years old. Oh, wow. oh, you've still got it. That's really good. Yeah, I've still got it. It's in the thing there. Yeah, I've still got it. I looked at it the other day and I thought, gee, you know, that's, and that's all I got. Because there was oh. just nothing. Chocolate, we hadn't seen chocolate. Didn't even no. know what it was like. No. There it is. Look at that. Oh, yes. Oh, I recognize that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Chocolate, is that how they spelled it in those days? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how yeah. it was spelled. Yeah. Yeah. Chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate. From Indonesia, I think. What's in the, on the back of it? Uh, it says... No, in the Amsterdam. Oh, from Amsterdam, yeah. From the... That's well, where the, the factory the, is. Fabric, yeah. Fabric. Yeah. yeah. Chocolate yeah. Fabric. Chocolate yeah, Fabric. 
so the chocolate factory. Nou, we lopen de genootschap of whatever that was. Andrew. Yeah. 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 Amsterdam. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Wow. 75 years old. <laughs> a relic. Oh, well. So, yeah, that, but that's a typical tradition that we uh, took back from Holland. So, Sinterklaas um, brings the, the chocolate letter. Is that who brings yes. that? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, pa and paper note, you know, yeah, like it's, it's a bit yeah. like gingerbread, yeah. but crispier. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, that is, so we did that. But obviously, because we had COVID and we haven't been able to travel backwards and forwards to, the, to Holland, um, we had to improvise, <laughs> so we had to make our own and um, started ordering things online, hoping it would all arrive in time. And but it all did, so it was. Uh, can you buy? Uh, can you buy certain things in England, like Dutch things, like? Uh, yeah, you can buy. And... No, no Haagslag, unfortunately. But no? you know, because we go back to Holland regularly. We oh. just top up whenever we go, and then, um, yeah. But we're running out of supplies, to be honest. And there are some, like in Australia, there there are some some shops that sell Dutch goods, um, yeah. and you can yeah. just order online, and they'll 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 send yeah. it to you. So that's good. Oh, the kids you to find it. Now, Yolanda, I want to ask you something. Yes. When I was in Holland, we had a hymn, and it went like. Moeder, onze kraai is dood. Moeder, onze kraai is dood. Oh gosh, I don't know. Het is vannacht van het stokje gevallen. Yes. <laughs> and she broke a linker poot. And we used to sing it in church. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it is a hymn, and I've never been able to find it. Oh, I'll Google it for you. I'll, I'll, I'm sure I can find it. Unless it's a, it's a made up one. Um, but I can sure try. So, Moeder, I had a. Moeder, ik had een. Moeder, onze kraai is dood. Oh ja, Moeder, onze kraai is dood. Oké. Okay. Ze is vannacht van een sokje gevallen. <laughs> so, Oké, okay. I'll find it for you. En ze broke haar linker poot. So, what did she break? The, the left, left leg. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Impressive, only a Dutch is still pretty good. We used to sing that in church and everybody knows it. You know it. Well, pardon me. Yeah. Only the first few lines. Yeah. yeah. But I thought it was just something someone made up. I was going to find it, you know. Was it and ze brak haar linkerpoot? Yeah. Okay. And oh, moeder, onze kraai is dood. <laughs> Your brother might know it. Oh yeah. I'll I'll no, see what I can do. Marlies might know it. Or Bart. I don't know. They're, they'll be listening to this podcast, so they, they might be um <laughs> oh. <laughs> they might come up with ideas. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get so re research onto that. Yeah. Living in the Um yeah, it's not called Rupan anymore. The, Dries lives in, um, uh, it's like a, it's like a house in, in, um, in an uh, established um, area. Yes. So they live with... Um, is it in Kenneth? It's still in Kenneth, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, in it's yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, it's a lovely place and, and yeah. the facilities that they've got in there. They've even got a lift in there for him. It's just like a normal house, like, like yeah. a four or five, no, sorry, a bit bigger than that. Six yeah. kids there, six bedroom house. So, um, no, and the facilities, facilities are um, really, really uh, good. So there, there will be a carer that, um, um, that, that, that's there um, constantly, basically. There's, there's always somebody there 24 hours a day. So, um, because they need looking after. And, and, and Pete lives in a self-contained uh, apartment, basically sort of next door or next door to Inboxmere, yes. And that's sort of next door to um, a group of autistic um, boys and girls. Uh, well, <laughs> adults by now. Um, but he will, he won't have a carer living in, but he will, um, they, next door, they will keep an eye on him. So oh. 
yeah. his is a bit more self-contained yeah and he cycles out and he goes and visits mom every night and does her yeah. shopping and um when it's, it's really funny because when mom says to him um can you go and get me some toilet roll he will go and he always has to buy everything in two don't ask me why it has to be in two <laughs> so he will come back with about 24 rolls of toilet paper just for mom on her own <laughs> those kind of things it's it's really funny but that, i suppose it's one of the things that go with them isn't it <laughs> At least you can be confident she won't never run out of that. No, no, not likely, not quickly. Does your mother go out still, or is she uh, housebound? Um, well, at the moment, um, I think she's housebound. I'm not sure, but she she does do all these clubs, so she goes and does. Um, uh, she has coffee mornings and she does um, a bit of exercise, I think. Um, oh, yeah. In the okay. club, you know, just sitting down and doing some exercise. And they do, she goes to um, this arts and crafts club and they do lunch on the Friday um, Friday together and they have bingo, bingo afternoons together. So now she does go out, um, oh, but oh, I'm oh. not sure how much she does at the moment because of the... Uh, the whole corona situation yeah. yeah 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 but she keeps well she keeps well yeah oh, that's good. Yeah. she's not easily bothered is she <laughs> she's <just> very <laughs> laid back <laughs> does she still, yeah. still do her crosswords uh no i don't think she does oh. no, she does well not um i'm not sure to be honest if she still does crosswords oh okay she used to be very good at that yeah, and, and, and sock knitting. <laughs> She'd been knitting oh. socks for everybody. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Must run in the family. Mum's still knitting socks. <laughs> yeah. Must run in the family, yeah. <laughs> Christmas pudding now. Yeah. Oh yes, have you made one? Yeah, sure you did. Yeah. Weeks ago probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm knitting knitting little Christmas puddings. You're, oh, you're knitting Christmas puddings. <laughs> yes. Gosh, blimey. Yeah, Santa Clauses and um, Christmas puddings. Yeah. So, yeah. Is that for the grandchildren or are you, is it going to charity, uh, charity organisations? Oh, just, I'll give it all away. You know, yeah. give it to friends and, yeah. Yeah. I have just to do to keep, something. Can't just to keep you busy, head. right? Yeah. <laughs> you can only do so much puzzling and reading and, yeah yeah you run out of yeah yeah, yeah. and you and the house grain good yeah he's all right yeah yeah, yeah. got so. plenty of work sorry has he got plenty of work oh yeah it's been slow for him too during covid but at the moment he's really busy so it's oh. all picked up uh, the building trade has picked up again so that's good yes. all back to normal <laughs> Yolanda, I wanted to ask you um, for, I guess, the people listening at home. Inbox me when you're living there. I'm just, I'm, I've just gone to Google Maps today to have a quick look because the house I got the privilege of, of staying a night in when I visited Alma in Boxmere, and you happen to be there at the same time. Is that on the yeah. corner of Hetzard and Van Sasvan Yeltsrat? Yes, yes. I Google that's the um, right one. Just across from the, yeah. or down from the river. It's where Bart lives at the moment. The it's, Bart lives uh, at the moment. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And what's the, <laughs> just what's the sibling order with, with you guys? Are you the oldest, and then? I'm the oldest girl. Yes, oldest but girl. now okay. we start with Pete. Yep. And then we have um, uh, Dries. Then yep. it's me, Bart. Yep. We had Karl who passed yep. away uh, about ten years ago, and then Malis. Okay. That's all six wow, of us. Wow, another big family, yeah. I know, Catholic family. I mean, yeah. those already said so yeah. in one of the episodes. Yeah. <laughs> what did surprise me, actually, when I listened to the last podcast was that your mum passed away in childbirth. So, yeah. if yeah. So, that was... Um, is, was that an unborn baby then? Or did the baby die at the same time? Well, yeah, I think the baby died too. I don't know, really. I was no, because my dad is the youngest and he's from 1935. So 
if if she died in childbirth, then that baby must have died too. Yeah, yeah. I suppose you know they probably wouldn't have told you much in those days. Ask anybody because they're all gone there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now, when did you get to meet everyone on this side of the family, Yolanda? I know that they've come over in dribs and drabs over the years, as as mentioned in these podcasts. But um, did you ever get to meet them over there? on your home turf all at the same time or was it was it not until you came over to Australia that you got to see them all? When I came to Australia that was the first time I met everybody. Ah, okay. I've I've met your mum and your dad a couple of times when they came over to uh, to Holland and Peter and Dawn and uh, Robert when they came over um, I must have been is that about seven years ago now? I yeah, I think that might have been after the Egypt yeah, trip. From, um, from yeah, Egypt, 2015. Yeah, Egypt, January, yeah. yeah, 2015. Okay. Because we were in, we were in, um, in Egypt and Jenny and Vilma, they flew home. Yeah. And, and I and Robert, we, we flew to England. I didn't yes. go to home at that time. Yeah. So, yeah. And when, when John and Mick um, visited, I was quite young, so I can't actually remember and we lived oh, in the old my desert. was only about seven I yeah think. yeah and so we stayed eight, probably that's right and we stayed in um where tante Truth used to live yes in the market yeah opposite uh, opposite um the school opposite the boys school yeah 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 is that old house that opa noma used to live in my opa noma is that yeah. still there your open Oma, is, was that yeah. the blacksmith? No, no, they were, um, they were um, metzlers. Yes, but was that the blacksmith house? Where did, did they live uh, at the end of Marktstraat, um, near the church? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the house is still there. The house is still there. It used to be a blacksmith and then it changed to a... Um, Companion animal shop, so they um, they sell pet products. And oh, I'm not okay. sure what, what was it. Was a opposite the, the sorry, there was, a, there was a bakery next door. Yeah, it was a bakery next door. Well, there's no bakery there. It's just just a house. Well, that's. But I'm I'm pretty sure Bart will be able to tell you a bit more about that because he it's right. his neck of the woods now, isn't it? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. me over yeah. a long time. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Just touching on another one we've discussed, Yolanda, that that, um, that parade they have in Boxmere in, in July. Um, um, do you, did you have, did you get a or June? Did you get a did you have a part in that at all? Like when you when you were growing up as kids? Oh yeah, more, more yeah, just yeah. the boys we doing did. the bell ringing. What did the girls get to do? Yeah, the girls would um, they would all dress up in white dresses. You you could either bring your own um, from home, but um, they also had loads of little white dresses there that you could you could sort of borrow. I've never been a white dress girl living on you know uh, a, a, in a builder's household. You just you just don't wear white dresses. So I always borrowed mine. Lisa always borrowed hers. And um, yeah, they had different roles. We had um, you could either be an angel. An angel was you know if you were an angel, then you did really well. But um, they had flower carriers, so you would carry flowers in the parade, or they had grape carriers, and they had um, wine carriers. You would just be carrying empty um, jars, basically. But they also had um, bread carriers, and I I was always a bread carrier. And um, the big advantage of being a bread carrier was that you had these little rolls, and uh, they were real rolls from the bakery shop so you had them on a little tray and you would just have to parade with um basically with that with that little roll but what we did was we would hollow them out and eat all, all the inside <laughs> of, the, of the bread because you know it would it, it's a long time and a long walk so we get really get hungry. hungry so that was the, that was the best job really the bread carrier <laughs> so yeah i always went for that but that's that's you know those are the fond memories of it and we, the other thing is what was 
really nice was uh, when you heard the church bell ring you knew it was you know it was your family up there ringing the church bells so that was uh, that was really nice right have yeah. you taken your boys across to the witnesses parade yet yeah yeah, yeah? Okay. and i need to take them i'm not completely sure but i need i want to take them into the tower so that they can um join. that's a long way up it's a long way up, yeah. Oh, my dad was always complaining because in between, in between the sessions where they would have to ring the bells, they would quickly go down to the pub, have a pint, and then go back <laughs> up again. <laughs> but somebody would be sitting at the bottom saying, "Yeah, yeah, they were calling." Nowadays, they still, just... take, they couldn't take a six pack. <laughs> well, I suppose they could, but then it was—it's a really treacherous um, ladder going up to the, the top bit. Oh. Yeah, so you start off with one of those curly, um, uh, I don't know, you know what they call them. What do you call a rental trap in, in English? What do you spiral call staircase. Spiral staircase, that's yeah. it. Spiral. Long spiral staircase going up the yeah. tower. And then the, the tip, because you needed to go a bit further, it was a really long wobbly ladder. So, um, yeah, that was always a bit treacherous, but... Yeah. Anyway, yeah. they do it. They do it every year, and they really enjoy it. And um, uh, it's a family tradition. It's been passed on from from fathers to sons, and um, yeah, it's really nice. It's really nice. It's just a Hurton family that does all the bailing. And uh, this year it was because of uh, because of COVID. So um, there weren't any others allowed, and beca and um, there have been other people um, helping out as well. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. 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 But you know, it's uh, but nowadays they just you know we, they've always got somebody downstairs calling them to say, okay, master starting, <laughs> so they'll just quickly <laughs> run downstairs, <laughs> have a pint in the pub opposite, and then run back up. <laughs> so the spiral staircase gets a bit easier after a few beers. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good times. Oh. Yeah. So it, also, that was a bit strange this year because um, that was all cancelled too. But they still rang the bells. Oh, they still rang like, the bells. Yeah. 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 Did you know Tante Truus? Can you remember Tante Truus? Oh, Trus? yeah. Yeah, she lived right. next door. She had a good friend and he was a Carmelite. Yeah. He was a priest. Yes. And he was canonized. The Germans murdered him. He was very outspoken during the war. Oh. I just can't remember his name now. I'll remember it in a minute. But he is canonized Canonize. by the Pope. Yeah. And he came from, I think he was born in Friesland, but he studied in Boxmere. Oh, I can't think of I, I meant to write it down. And he was a really good friend of Tante Truus and Tante Anna. Hmm. Doesn't ring a bell, to be honest. Um, it doesn't. Bart might know. Bart might know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, he was murdered. He was picked up by the Germans in 1942 because he was very outspoken. Yes. And uh, he was picked up and taken to the concentration camp, and that's where he died. Do you know? I can't remember Dad saying anything about it. He obviously had a few stories uh, just, to tell to say about the war. Yeah. I remember that the other day, and I thought I must ask you. And now yeah. I completely forgot. We could probably throw a lot of that information into Google. You might have that might have been come. He up was canonised a couple of years ago. Yeah, there'll be records of yeah. the canonisation. Yeah. Well, Brett, if you're listening, <laughs> try and some work out. to do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, he might he might skip this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, another thing Alma mentioned to me a while back, and was was about the. And this is interesting to me. The, the Hutton or the Hutton name, the Hutton Hutton Catering Company. That, yes. Um, Alma's yeah. now. I think she said her uncle. Is that right, Alma? Your uncle. That must have been my yeah, my dad's Martin. brother, John. Yeah. Yeah. Or yum, yum, in they're, they're quite famous, aren't they, Yolanda, throughout? Oh, they've got they are, actually. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's currently run by Bob Hutton. And, um, but he must be. How old is he, Bob? Oh, he's my age. So 
very young. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say not very old at all. <laughs> what about sis? The eldest girl, sis. Oh, I don't know. Oh, you don't. You know, but this is. Hang on, hang on. This is. Oh, yeah. This is the uh, the people that were living in Vechel, right? They're running yeah. this catering business. So yeah. Bob is Pete's son, and Pete was my dad's cousin once removed. Oh, or his cousin. Was it cousin? Cousin once removed. Anyway, uh, it was really funny because they. People, sorry. The people were Jan, yeah. Jan Hurton, and Marietje Pennings. Yes, and then the next generation was Pete. And they had, and they had a pub in, in, um, in Fechel. Yeah. The three Hoofwezers. That could be, called. I don't know the name, but I know that his son took over, and his son was Pete. Yeah. Pete Hutton. Because yeah. I remember my dad going there, and in those days you, you didn't pay for it straight away, you just put it on the tap. And... Um, and so he went in there with, I don't know whom he went in with, but he went in there and he, they, they, had, they bought some food, they had a few beers, and he said, can you just put it on the tap? And then this waiter said, well, what name should I put it on? Oh, Pete Hutter, <laughs> which was the same <laughs> name, obviously. <laughs> so, which was quite hilarious. <laughs> probably thought anyway, Pete, Pete passed the business on to his son, Bob. Yeah, and Bob. He built a really big catering company out of it. So, yeah, and they're doing really, really well. Yeah. yeah. Famous, famous family. Yeah, I've seen it on Facebook. I've seen it on Facebook. Yeah. 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 So that's, uh, that's that side of the Hutton family. Yeah. 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 You remember your time in Australia, Yolanda? Because you've been I here do. twice now, haven't you? No. No, no, only once. Only once. <laughs> only once. I know. No, I desperately want to come back one day when I've won the lottery and. <laughs> because they've they've said so. Maybe that's it's, it's incorrect. But you came at the back end of a long stint that your mother and father had here, a long holiday, and then also for Alpha's funeral. That's not. Yeah, you no, came that was though. that was the same. That was uh, one same and the same. Trip. Oh, oh, it was just yeah. that okay. trip. The reason for going was actually mum, um, dad, just impulsive as he is, booked um, and wanted to go come over for uh, John's funeral. So he, um, I said, well, just go to a travel agent and try and arrange something, but travel with a Dutch company because you don't speak any English and, uh, you know, you're half deaf anyway. So just, just make sure if you're with a, a Dutch um, um, operator, you'll you, you'll be fine. So I sorted it all out for him, and I said, "Well, if you go to that travel agency, they're quite good. They'll arrange it for you." So they thought, "I'll oh, just go for the cheapest deal and <laughs> <laughs> the most convenient time to travel." So they arranged to fly from Germany with um, Emirates. Uh, through Dubai and is it Dubai and then Singapore I think and then um, and then to to Melbourne and I thought oh gosh this is going to be a nightmare they were both 70 plus um, and I thought they don't speak any of these languages a bit of German maybe and but mom doesn't speak any languages dad is half deaf what if there is a gate change that they miss you know I thought oh no this is a nightmare I thought okay I'll go with them. <laughs> so I had only just come back from holiday and I called my boss and I said, um, you know, this is a situation and, you know, would it be all right if I take 10 more days off? I had enough days to take anyway, but I was obviously supposed to go back into work. He said, yeah, yeah. He said, I've got parents the same age and I know what it's like. Just, it'll be fine. We'll sort it here. So, so two days before we left, I managed to book um uh, a ticket to yeah to go with them so my stay was only 10 days and yeah far too short it was yeah. I, you know it was fortunate that i met virtually everybody from the family which was really nice but yeah it was just too short i just need to be back and do it all again and have a bit more time with everybody but yeah we'll do yeah. that was yeah. 2006 wasn't it 
sorry that was in 2006 i think i i think so yeah i yeah, know it was really october cool. because it, it was just getting spring springtime mm. yeah. Yeah. yeah spring i think yeah yeah september or yeah. september it was yeah yeah dad died in september i think the 18th or something but his funeral they um they you know postponed it because um, your parents were coming yeah and peter oh, yeah. was in, in new zealand yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 my brother peter yeah. was in new zealand so yeah yeah. But, um, yeah yeah no it wasn't very long no i know i know yeah. and it's on the top of my list if i do yeah, go abroad that. again other than holland obviously then yeah. it'll be australia yeah don't wait until you're 90. i know i know <laughs> you're, you're at the no, mercy I want to though, see you, you? so i can't yeah. wait until 90. <laughs> the main thing for coming over is to see you toes <laughs> well uh, at least you've got the accommodation in victoria and queensland yeah that's brilliant yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. a dive kit yeah. <laughs> if, you're feeling, if you're feeling a bit homesick you come to victoria when it's cold and then you know if you like the summer you go to brisbane yeah. i was explaining to the kids the other day that um uh, when i flew to australia um we were talking about how big and Milan wanted to know how big australia was i said well it's massive i said i, I remember flying in um uh, into the country so when you when you watch these little screens um in in the airplanes we flew into uh, australia and it said eight hours until destination <laughs> don't mind me eight hours i was really gobsmacked by that but you know i said that's how massive it is if you know that just a quick uh, flight to holland is 45 minutes um then you also know how how big australia is if it takes you eight hours to get across the border and then fly <laughs> in a big jumbo jet for eight hours to get to your destination yeah, yeah. it took but, me yeah. it took me yeah from uh, oh, we left on the 8th of september no on the 14th of september i think and we got here on the 22nd. Yes, oh gosh, yeah. Was that plane or was that bus? Yes. <laughs> okay. yeah. And I swore I'd never go back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it had no high pressure, Kevin, and we fell in every hole. Oh gosh, yeah, no. Yeah. It's not a joy right then, is it? Yeah. We do it now in 24 hours. Yeah. 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 So. Now, well, yeah. Oh, so hopefully these restrictions are lifted. Maybe 2021, 2022. Who knows? Yeah. And we can, um, yeah, see you out in Australia. With the kids, perhaps. Are you living cool. in the same house, Yolanda, where you were when I visited? Yeah, still doing up the other one. Um, but, uh, yeah, still still here. Are you still where you, where you were? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you guys get snow Christmas Day? Selfwood Prize, where you are? Sorry, what we do, do we do? Any snow around Christmas time? Nah. Not really. It's usually, if we do have any snow, it's usually February and it is really, really cold. Really cold. So, um, no, it's not likely that we will have snow. No. I think Holland gets more snow than we do, actually. Yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah, not not sure why, but uh, yeah, yeah. Mm, that cool. is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you were probably, talking probably about thing. the really cold winters, and um, can you remember ice skating in the streets? Yes, you do. And Sorry. and you know at um, at um, the Weyer. Yeah, yeah, the Weyer. And uh, where that where that castell was, yeah, Madalena, yeah, the yeah, lake around the, the castle yeah. and the Hutton School. Did you go oh, to the Hutton School? Why is it called the Hutton School? I, I'm not sure why it's called the Hutton School, but that's another one from Bart. <laughs> Bart, <laughs> what is it? But did somebody uh, drown there? Sorry, did somebody drown there? No, I don't think so. No. Well, they might have, but not not a Hutton that drowned here. Yeah. No. Okay. no, no, no. Yeah. 
but no but we use i remember that we um we would have like um frozen rain if you like so as soon as it hits the oh, ground yeah. it freezes the surface and i remember and that was still when we lived in the Marktstraat, actually that there was that we had so much of that rain that the that it was one big sheet of ice everywhere basically everything was covered and we were ice skating in the street in front of the house <laughs> it's just really wow. bizarre to be honest and when you were talking about you know schools closing we would have um we would um we would have ice fray as they called it um which basically mean you would get the afternoon off to just go ice skating so what would happen is that the the, the mass because we were so close to the river the river would flood so the fields would all be flooded and uh, they would freeze overnight and then we everybody would just go ice skating on 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 the fields basically in between barbed wire and uh, but it, yeah, it was really good fun I, i've got really good memories of that yeah. so yeah, yeah. I don't think that happens anymore, really. Well, one is that because the dikes are a lot better, I suppose. And we don't have, yeah, we don't seem to have that much frost anymore. We used to have Elfstedentocht. Uh, um, yeah, a lot. Right. Yeah. But that yeah. hasn't happened, oh gosh, not since I left the UK, to be honest. So, okay, yeah. We don't seem to have that extreme frost anymore. I but they still called the, the wheelrenners coming coming to Holland, eh? Yes, that's not are too. Are they still do uh, a lap schoolbox meer? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, still, still well, it didn't happen this year, but uh, it's still going on every year. Oh, yeah. okay. So the day after the the Tour de France fin always finishes on a Sunday. It's usually the third Sunday in um, July, and then they come straight from Paris to Boxmere to do, you know, a couple of laps around the church and then, um, which is a big event actually. It's, um, yeah. and it's always nice and there's food and drinks and everything outside and, and the weather is nice and it's a lovely event. Oh, we've, had, we've got a few really nice traditions in Boxmere, yeah. like yeah. the Vaart, the procession. In, in June, and then you've got the, the, horse, the horse races. Yeah, yeah, the met horse rennen. Yeah, the met horse rennen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 which is also cancelled for 2021. Really? Which is such a shame. Really. Oh, and I just thought, had they then lost their, um, their? You know, I always was meant to believe that if they didn't pick it up one year, they would lose it. No, you know, they no, had to no. Go to this farm, and the farmer was meant to give them. Uh, yeah, a pig the belaste hoeve. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and even during the war, they had to go and get it by Mr. Wilbarrow because if they missed that one year, that's it. Oh, really? Yeah, so if it wasn't done this year, they might have that tradition might have gone. No, actually, at the moment, it's it's all changed because the Belaste Hoover, as, as it was, um, has changed hands a couple of times and so now and basically the Belaste Hoover means that this this house that was at the end basically situated at the end of the the horse races um, oh, you know we go into a completely different story now because we probably need to explain what the horse races are and what they are about yeah. but anyway yes, that please. farm that was at the end of of the race um, in the contract it always um, uh, incorporated the fact that they had to hand out and donate these goods to the winner of the, those whole horse races. Yeah, yeah. That has changed now. Oh. So they don't have to donate it anymore, but they will still need to open their doors and let those people in, hand it out, but they don't have to physically uh, donate well, half a pig's head and X amount meters of, of um, and then, and sausage and what, what have you. Sorry? A, barrel a, barrel, like a couple of barrels of beer, yeah. A couple of barrels of beer and some bread. And <laughs> this is a new episode altogether. <laughs> I think we should just just explain that book, uh, the Metworst races, though, because they're pretty interesting. Yeah, well, the Met Metworst races is um, a tradition which um, 
started in 1740, where um, a young, um, uh, yeah, what do you call it, a duchess maybe, was driving her carriage through the field, uh, through, you know, home basically, and um, her horses got spooked for some reason and bolted and um, went for it and were unstoppable. And then she, two boys, young boys from Boxmere, who were working the fields with their horses, came to her rescue. And as a reward for rescuing her and helping her out, she gave them goods like a couple of barrels of beer, half a pig's head, X, you know, so many feet of sausage. Yeah, because she was expecting her, she was inspecting her, um, her properties because yeah. they are all that, that land. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. yeah the frele. What's a frele in English? A frele is in, um, oh, yeah. Is it like a duchess or? Oh, know? yeah, maybe a duchess. Yeah. And yeah, so and the, live in Holland, you know, um, as you went to Sambeek at the corner yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, that's where the, the frolics were living. Yeah. yeah, so that's where, where, where these, and, and it's also where the, the boys were working the fields. So she gave them these goods and um, um, every year after uh, they've, they've done these horse races in, on the same track of fields, basically. Sure. And um, with these races, for these races, so, so they've been doing this since 1740. And it's wow. only boys that are born, raised, and living in Boxmere that can compete. So if you're born outside of Boxmere but have lived your whole life in Boxmere, then that's it. You can't compete. If you're a girl, you can't compete. <laughs> if you're married, you can't compete. You know, all sorts of things. So it's quite restricted. But it's very very popular and um this is always done the monday of um uh, of the carnival which is carnival festivals um, um on the monday monday morning they start early in the morning and all the horses compete and and the boys compete with each other and it's like um you know um, three will compete against each other there's one winner those winners will compete against each other and then eventually wow. you'll have one koning van de mentorst or king of the sausage <laughs> <laughs> it sounds silly but it is it is for people that grew up with it it's yeah. um it's a beautiful thing honestly yeah, at the moment my my friend um and neighbor jackie she's making a documentary a docu film about it it's um an hour-long film and she's following these um uh, um, jockeys and um, their families and the horses and and all, everything that's involved in the tradition and it's a lovely movie and I'm doing the graphics for her so I'm oh. very much um, uh, you know involved in the making of this movie and it's really really nice it's really lovely so um, yeah it is I mean it sounds silly when you literally translate it and you haven't grown up with it but it's it is something that we definitely grew up with. Did you? It, I suppose during the war that there, there was no, there weren't any metwarsrennen, were there? Those. No, so, but they just, yeah, but they had to make them. The, it was more uh, sawdust than anything else. The sausage. Yeah. They still yeah, had, yeah. <laughs> they still had still to make the sausage. Yeah. <laughs> and if the weather was really bad, and if the snow was a meter deep, they yeah. had to go by with a wheelbarrow. And get it yeah <laughs> so yeah. it had to be done it had to be, it had done. To be done see yeah it, it just it's really you know it, it being cancelled is a big deal not mm. just for um you know it, it's just a big disappointment for everybody but also nowadays people invest in horses and 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 yeah they mm. just invest a lot of money in it there's sponsorship yeah, there's, there's horses now in the olden days yeah. they were just you know, yeah, they just pull the horse out of the field and just yeah, ran it along the track, and that was it. But nowadays, you know, they're all yes, yeah. And early in the morning, 
early oh, in yeah. the morning of the of the day the the baker had fresh bread yeah six o'clock and we all yeah and then he used to blow what is it Revelia. Revelia. yeah you know what that i forgot what that means but anyway that has to blow Revelia. and everybody mm. went to the baker and got their fresh bread yeah and after that yeah. everybody went to first and felt that's it because so it wasn't in Bohemia, it was it was two villages further up and we all walked yeah we all walked and we all walked back and stopped in every pub on on the way back but anyway <laughs> four o'clock in the morning there were um the reveille would would wake the village basically so there would be uh trumpets people blowing a trump trumpet in a specific tune um waking the um the jockeys but also the people in the village and you would just stagger out of bed because you'd been going out as carnival so you'd been going out the night before stagger out of bed go over to the bakery shop and get some warm rolls and 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 worstbrot just sausage rolls and then go home and get ready um get ready to walk um it, which is about six kilometers or so to the track um and then yeah be there for the races uh just basically freeze your butts off because it's really really cold usually it's you know february it's winter (laughs) and as i said we get frost and snow usually in the winter but anyway you would do that and then you would watch all these races and it's usually somebody you know that will compete so you're you've you've got a favorite there and you will cheer for them and then yeah en masse everybody walks back again and stops here there and all the pubs every that you can pub, find. Every pub, yeah, every pub, pub, yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> nothing has changed there it's still the same <laughs> Yeah, and I've also noticed there that it says that they go back to Boxmere to the Wilhelmina tree. Is that Wilhelmina Boom? Yeah, which is in the centre of of town, and um, <clears throat> so they will crown the king under under that tree, basically, and that's a tradition. So they'll go to this 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 farm where they will collect the goods, and then they'll go on the Gekkekar, which is um, uh, yeah. Which is, how would you how would you translate Hekkar? Anyways, it's this whole parade basically with um, with the jockeys and with um, uh, horses and big working horses um, going back into <clears throat> into town and then they'll go to Hotel Rich and yes. uh, which is opposite the um, the, the big Wilhelmina Boom yes. and then they will just. Um, Crown the king, king of the sausage, king of coding from the Metwurst. <laughs> and then he's king for the year. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's king for a year. And it's it's more important than, than Prince Carnival, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So yeah. So was I named after the tree or the queen? <laughs> you were after the queen. Yeah. Oh, I could. I'm sure it was the queen, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Wilhelmina. The tree was called after the queen. <laughs> it was Wilhelmina playing. Yeah. 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 So well, yeah, lovely traditions. That's a fantastic honestly. tradition. I mean, any tradition that's been going that long is, yeah, yeah, it's good. Well worth, yeah. uh, well worth looking at. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, Google it. Google the Metwurst Rennen, and you will, um, you'll be amazed. Yeah. yeah it's not just a made-up story. <laughs> we don't get to have many traditions doing that. Not like no, that. I mean. We're a little bit of a younger country, I guess, but we do have the yeah. Melbourne yeah. Cup. And I guess that's all a bit more about money than anything else, yes, than other, other than a lovely tradition mm. like what Yolanda was yeah. talking about. Yeah. Mm. Oh, to well, be honest, that years and years, you know, in the making, three, yeah. years ago it yeah. started. Yeah. This yeah. the the Reveille, which is the the, the trumpet um, that that they sound at four o'clock in the morning. That is something I really miss being here in the UK, or even I haven't always lived in Boxmere, but yeah. I've always missed um, the reveille, so the, yeah. the, the the trumpets. Even though it's silly, it's four o'clock in the morning. Why would yeah. you miss it? But it's just a <laughs> typical, you know, tune. Yeah. There's probably a. Um... In your phone, an alarm 
sound that these trumpets or something you can you set that before i am and no that's a good one i can do that yeah <laughs> we used to blow them there was me the, some certain people did you do that hey oh yeah 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 musician or somebody yeah it was usually people from the uh, from fare so from the oh, music band oh, or um but nowadays it's just anyone and everyone who who would like to try and give it a go they'll uh, they can they can train to become a horn blazer which basically is a trumpetist anyway it was nice to talk to you Yolanda. oh absolutely Must do more often. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thank you so much for um or your uh yeah your insights from over there been, modern um, modern modern technology yeah, yeah it's, it's wonderful isn't it yeah. <laughs> are you able to talk to your mum through something like this or is it more just on the phone no, or just... i just call her yeah yeah easier just yeah, a typical tradition and usually because we go home um all every school holiday we just get to see her more often really yeah this year was just an exception but we'll just make it up next year yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. we, we, yeah. How old is mum now? Um, she's from 37. That would make her... Oh, she's seven years younger than what I am. Four? Sorry. Se uh, yeah. yeah. Seven. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Nice. She's, not, she's not quite as fit as you are, I think. <laughs> yeah? Oh, I'm not You're that not quite fit. fit. <laughs> <laughs> Me get off the chair. Well, I hear you still go and work at the garden center, which is quite impressive. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, well, yes, I've got, got, busy, got a little bit. I sit on this end, and my buddy sits on the other end. Yeah, <laughs> oh, well, oh, it was really nice to talk to you all and to see yeah, you. Yeah, you too, Yolanda. Thanks for uh, coming on, and good luck with your second Christmas in, in a few weeks with the boys. Thank you, yes. <laughs> Yeah, oh gosh, I need to try and find some presents now. They must love December. Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you too. Have a lovely Christmas, everybody. Yeah. Stay safe. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Oma, thanks again for coming on for episode 10. We'll see if we can get 20, hey? Yeah. Mum, thanks for jumping thanks, on man. too, helping Oma. No worries. And thanks for listening to Conversations with Kath for this week. And remember, if you have a mailbag question, jump on the Facebook group and pop your question into there. Have a great cool. week, everyone.